Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of the Photography Explained podcast. Just crashing the microphone there. In this episode, what is industrial photography? I'm your host, Rick, and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. Who am I? I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience, which I share with you on my podcast. Now, that was all scripted because I still can't remember it. Episode 35 and I'm still having to read it out. I'll get there eventually. What is industrial photography? Industrial photography is the specialism of photographing industrial plant, equipment, processes, facilities, products, services, and also the people who work in this sector. Industrial photography images are used to promote business products and services to customers on websites and in marketing and promotional materials. Okay, I've done architectural photography, I've done construction photography, and now I'm on to industrial photography. Love doing industrial photography, I'm not going to lie to you. Had some great experiences. What is industrial photography used for? Number one, keep on forgetting to say one at the beginning of these points. One, what is industrial photography used for? Well, it's mainly used for businesses, for marketing and record purposes too. Let's not forget that. So I listed the equipment, processes, plant, facilities. These are all impressive setups, many of these places. I've been to some large industrial facilities and um, yep, they can be immense. Now this isn't all in factories. There's all sorts of industrial applications like utilities, nuclear, power generation, I don't know, wind turbines. Gravel rail siding loading facilities. Yes, I photographed one of those and it was brilliant. And quarries and all that stuff in the ground. And there's also lots of industrial planting equipment out there. All these things make great subjects. The businesses that own, operate, run and use them to make things all need photographs for their websites, marketing material, brochures, all that stuff. It's a great area of work to get into. Why do I too? Why do I love industrial photography? Well, I probably just told you why I love it by what I said above. Three, who do I take photos for? Well, rather than to tell you who I take photos for, because I don't like to name clients unless I got the permission, I would just like to give you an example of one of my all-time favourite shoots. It was three locations. The first location was on a live rail siding and an excavator was taking gravel off the back of... You know, you see those trains go by with all the carriages with just piles of stuff on them. This um, excavator was taking loads and loads of gravel and putting it into concrete bays. That was a fantastic, fantastic experience. I also had to photograph a quarry where they're digging stuff out. Now, that took in the extent of the quarry, the transport the machinery that took the stuff out, just the sheer scale of it, and as importantly, if not more importantly, the people who work in these facilities, in their working environment, wearing their working gear. It was brilliant. Four, can you make a living from industrial photography? If I could just do industrial photography and construction photography and architectural photography and nothing else, I'd be very, very happy. You can make a living, but it's tough, especially at the moment, obviously. There's plenty of industry out there. Yes, you can make a living. You've got to be good at what you do. And to be good at what you do, you need to do it consistently. And it also helps if you niche or niche, depending where you are when you hear this, niche down into a specific area. I'm focusing, no pun intended, on architectural and construction and industrial photography. Nothing else. No weddings, portraits, family christenings, anything with people. 
pets, no animals, just those three things. That is all I do. And if you want to make a living doing something, that's the best way of going about it. It takes time. Do you need specialist knowledge? Yes. Now, that's a qualified yes. Any knowledge in an industrial environment is helpful. You're not going to get specialist knowledge about everything industrial because you wouldn't be taking photographs. I can't say photographs. Very concerned. If you know everything about all industrial facilities, you won't be photographing them. You'll be running them. But an appreciation, a familiarity and being comfortable in those environments definitely help. Six, do you need specialist gear? Yes, as for construction, you need cameras, lenses, tripods, all that good stuff that is durable, dust, damp, cold, weather, wind resistant weather. You also need the kind of gear to protect yourself as well, as in not only PPE, but believe me, when you're photographing a quarry in Actually, it was in the summer. I was going to say you need to keep warm, but the problem I had on the rail siding was I had to wear high-vis trousers. Now, I had to get a different colour from my regular ones because they use different colours on rail sidings. Yellow's no good. It needs to be orange, I think. It was a few years ago now. Anyway, I've got my high-vis coat on. I've got my high-vis trousers on. And the sun came out and it got to about 28 degrees. And believe me, I was sweating profusely, which made it very, very uncomfortable, even though it's still enjoyable. Seven, how do you process industrial photos? Ask for architectural and construction photography. Realistically, technically correct. And make sure that what's in there should be in there. If there's something that's not right, as in someone walking past not wearing a hat when you had to wear hats... You need to either recompose and delete that photo or be confident that you can remove that person in Photoshop or put a hat on them. Easiest way is just not to include them. Check the frame, make sure... Sorry, I was meant to talk about processing here, wasn't I? But this is the bit before processing. If you get it right in camera, you don't need to remove people. How do I start as an industrial photographer? I'd find some industrial stuff and photograph it. I'd contact local industry companies and ask them if they want some photos done and say, I'll give you the photos if you give me the experience. It's a good place as any to start. Do I need to be qualified? That's a tough one for um, industrial photography because it covers a wide range of, well, industry. No, but I'll stand by what I said before. A familiarity and comfortableness about industrial environments, just like with construction sites, will make the whole thing much, much easier. If you turn up on some large-scale industrial facility and you haven't got a clue what's going on and you're, well, quite frankly, scared, you're not going to do a good job and you're not going to enjoy it. Be comfortable with what you're doing. Number 10, check out my website. Now, this is episode 3 of me plugging my website. The only reason being, there is stuff on there which is relevant and will help you if you want to do architectural construction or industrial photography there are also examples of the work i've done for clients quick recap industrial photography as a specialist area of photography taking photos of industrial plant equipment facilities and people what do i want you to do now i'm doing well on time here go out and take some number one do this one thing go out and take some photos of something industrial Two, let me know how you got on on Twitter at RigPhoto. Three, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode. This helps me. Four, rate and review my podcast if you enjoyed this episode, of course. This helps me too. Five, tell someone you know about my podcast. This also helps me and I need all the help I can get, believe me. Next episode. Okay, now I've done the stuff I know, so I've now got some work to do. I can't just keep on talking about what I do. I've got to broaden this out a bit. So I'm going to jump straight into the thing I know the least about, which is wedding photography. 
rather you than me. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Check out my website, rinkmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my industrial photography work, of course, and also my blog, where you can learn lots more about photography and lots more about me if you want to but it's more about the photography, isn't it? And also, finally made into the notes, check out my Photography Explained podcast website where you can find out how to ask me a question, find a list of episodes, and also things that I'm going to explain in future episodes. That's it, we're done. This episode was brought to you by the power of it nearly being the weekend. Not quite there, but we're nearly there. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again for listening to me and for giving me 10 minutes of your valuable time. I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.